Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. I have found so often, and maybe you have found the same thing, thinking about, well, I think it's time to move. I'm pretty sure I want to move in 2019, and yet what do I have to do to get ready to move? What things do I have to think about in advance so that I have, I was going to say no stress, and yet that's probably an (laughs) illusion, so little stress as I make the move. Today, we're going to talk about the three core areas that you want to really think deeply about, ponder about, pray about as you get prepared for potentially a 2019 move. Hard to say, isn't it? 2019. I know. I'm still struggling with it. And we're already into near the end of January. And here I am still not sure okay. how to say 2019. It usually takes me about three months where I don't have to think about putting 2019 on a check. And I know for some people, the word check is foreign. For their younger generation, they've probably never written a check with all the uh, online banking. So I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And we're part of the Decker team. And what we love is that we've been able to record over 350 episodes called The Inside Track around everything to do with home ownership, both acquiring it, selling it, and keeping it. So it's not always about making a move. It's sometimes about staying right where you are and loving it. We've got a show coming up. Uh, that also talks about that. So today, let's look at the three categories. Yeah. Three categories. Right at the top, I'll give you the categories, and then we'll talk about at least three things in each category that I would encourage you to highlight. So if you're note-taking, you've got the ability to be a little bit structured in your note-taking, unless you're like me, and no matter how much structure is offered from the facilitator, I'm still going to be scribbling. So what she says is if you're going to take notes, write down the three things, but leave space in between them so that you can put down three to five points. (laughs) Well, not if you're Yetta, you scribble. Anyhow, or doodle, I guess is what you call it. So the one area that we want to address that is so, so important is the financial picture. So financially, what are the things that you want to think about first and foremost? And then number two, we'll talk about What are those physical elements that you want to think about? And then three, what are the experiential? So the experience, the emotional, that whole mental side of things. So you don't become a mental case when you move. (laughs) No, we don't want to be a mental case when we move. So Ken, in number one, when we think about the financial. Mm -hmm. Well, the first part of the financial is to know your numbers. Mm. It's very important that when you're thinking about this move, what's it going to cost me? Especially if you currently own a home or if you're renting, that that affects it as well because where does my lease go to? How much notice do I need to give my landlord to move and not have it cost me extra? Okay, so that's one. Uh, Two is what are the discharge costs, right, around... Uh, if I can port my mortgage to the new property, or is it cheaper to pay the penalty for paying it out and get a new rate that's lower on the entire mortgage? That may save you time 
or sorry, save you money over time. Right, and so saving money and time is part of this conversation that you're gonna we're gonna find we weave through this whole conversation.、Mm-hmm. And then knowing your numbers, it's important to know what the cost of selling the one that you're presently in. So commissions, legal fees, discharge fees for the mortgage,、uh, cost to move physically move if you're going to rent a truck or you're going to rent、uh, a truck and a few and hire a couple people or you're going to, you know, have the truck and a and a couple cases of beer or、uh, lunch for your friends or whatever the case may be, or are you going to really pay a company who are professional movers who aren't going to typically damage anything. And are going to properly pack and move. Those are considerations in the、right. financial side of things. Right. And then the other thing you really, really, really want to think about is the upfront cash that you're going to need. So now you've first already handled that. You know you can afford it. You know that there's enough equity in your house. You've taken care of side A or number one. And then the number, the next piece is that whole financial. The upfront costs. What do I need in terms of deposits? What do I need for inspections? What do you need from an insurance perspective? What will it take for me to insure this new place? And how long do I keep this one insured? Just all of those.、Um, what do we call them? Cash needing, cash ready type expenses that you can't wait until you get the equity out of your house to use. You need to have access to it up front. So, do you? And you've got to have evidence of it sitting in your bank account so that you've got credit worthiness. So, a little bit, they're all going to tie together. And yet, this number two is just saving thousands of dollars. And it could be ten thousand that you require. It could be fifteen thousand. It's whatever you need. Sometimes you can get a loan for a line of credit or something for the deposit. But most of this just needs to be cash because what you don't want to find. Is when you get into the new house, you're so stressed financially because you've tapped yourself out too tight. So you had a、um, the deposit. You talked about the deposit, right? That's part of your down payment on the new property. What kind of money do you need? Let's say you're buying a five hundred thousand dollar home. How much money does someone have to have for that? It's getting to be more than it used to be. Right, so the higher you can make it, the more favorable you actually make your offer in the first place. So I would say a minimum of five thousand dollars, but certainly fifteen thousand is not a bad idea if you have access to that. It's going to come; you're going to get the money back, so to speak, because it's going to come out of the equity that、mm-hmm. you have anyway. And yet, you need access to that money.、Yeah. And you know when you need that money, and most people, if you've moved two, three, four, five times. This is no longer a surprise to you, and yet we forget because we don't move that often, right? Most of us don't move that often. Even we only move every fifteen or so years, and so the little details can be forgotten. So that deposit that is given to usually the other realtor, the listing company, sits in a trust account, so it's safe, safe, safe money.、Um, that deposit. Actually, is cashed basically as soon as you've agreed to purchase the house, even me, before conditions are let met. Let me interrupt you for a second because you said it's safe, 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 and I just want our listeners to understand、mm. it's safe, safe, safe if it's put in a real estate trust account of a realtor. 
It's not safe, safe, safe if it's put in the seller's lawyer's deposit account because they're not regulated by the same rules that realtors are. True. And there's only three ways we can take money out of our trust account, and that is we have notification that the sale has been completed. There is a signed mutual release between the buyer and the seller that says give it who to give it to, or three, a court order that says, the money must be given to one or the other or whatever proportion. And so that's the only way we can take that money out of a trust account. The lawyer, on the other hand, when they put it into their account, the seller can request the money and the lawyer has to give it to them. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so, so there's some things that you just want to be really so cautious about. So selling by themselves, mm. like whenever we do a sale with um, one of the other companies that where it's a, it's a seller selling but they're not using a real estate company then we always put the trust money the deposit money in our real estate trust account for the buyer yes and we, we don't do. give it to the seller I know that's that. why we don't give it to the seller <laughs> right and that is so just let's be safe let's just get it into the right hand so that your deposit is safe because it certainly can be and then what else do we want to think about financially in relation to preparing for a move in 2019? Well, well, this is really interesting because you want to make sure that your credit worthiness going forward stays really tight. And that's right from the time you decide you're going to move to the time you put an offer in to the time you get pre-approved, right to the closing date. Don't make any financial decisions that will affect your credit worthiness. Now, that might be things like going to uh, the brick and buying on a don't pay a cent event, right. that will affect your credit, even though you don't have the product delivered until the day of closing or day after, you're, not, you're affecting your credit worthiness. Now, the other thing we talked about was that deposit, that down payment. If you've got it in cash, that's great. If you have to borrow it on, say, your line of credit to put the deposit down, now there's more money on your line of credit. It actually affects your credit worthiness. Yeah, it does. Even though it was used for part of the down payment. And then just thinking about even your career, your job stability, it's probably not the time to launch a new business or to quit even, your job. <laughs> quit, no, definitely don't quit your job. <laughs> even make a career change, though. Yeah, sometimes they'll look at it if it's a lateral move. In other words, if you were... Um, Let's say you were a nurse and you were working at one hospital and then you got a promotion to work in a different hospital in a different role, maybe in the, in the uh, I don't know, the, the surgery room or something, then that's considered the same because you're in the same industry. Right. But if you switch careers, if you were a nurse and then you decide to become a real estate agent... <laughs> don't do that in the middle you're, of a move you're whatever not, you do that's the wrong time <laughs> commission sales is the one of the hardest mm -hmm. and and um owner owned businesses are some of the hardest uh careers to get financed for and only if you don't already have longevity if you have longevity in a self-employed or you have longevity in a business it's not difficult to get financing it's just difficult right. to get financing when you're beginning. I remember the first, right. up to probably five years when you were in real estate. Yeah. And then I joined you in real estate. For us to get mortgages on the properties we were buying was tougher 
And there right. were certain lenders that were favorable to us and other ones that weren't based on being self-employed and history and all that. Right. And yet, as soon as we had a significant amount of proof that we were going to be fine in this career, we're going to <laughs> more than make it, we'll thrive. Once that was established, it's no more difficult. If sometimes they even find it maybe easier because we're in control of our own and we've got lots of history and records and nobody can fire us, right? Yeah. The other tricky part is people that are on contract work and the government right. gives a lot of contract work in Ottawa. And unless you have stability in your contract work, that's another thing the lender looks at, goes, oh, you've been in a contract for a year, but it's going to end in one year. It was a two-year contract. We don't know if you're going to get a renewal in a year. So it's not as reliable as a full-time permanent. Right. So the one thing I've encouraged all my clients to do, and I would encourage you to do, if you're going to make a move in 2019, is when you're getting your pre-approval and get a true pre-approval, get something that actually set, they'll still have conditions in it. And yet when you get that pre-approval, make sure that you are honoring all of those conditions that are within it. And if you're thinking of making any sort of shift or change, you want to check with your realtor to say, hey, is this a good idea? They're going to have a really good general sense if they've been in the industry serving clients for a long time. After 30 years, we kind of know what you ought to do and what not ought to do. And then specifically reach out to your mortgage lender and say, I'm thinking about this. Should I do this? Because any of our clients that have done really that ounce of prevention, right? Isn't that how we say it? An ounce of prevention is worth <clears throat> a pound of cure. Yeah. Isn't let, that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. And let, let's talk about that for a second because there is a big difference between a pre-qualification mm. and a pre-approval. And if you're talking with a bank or a mortgage lender, the pre-qualification, they basically just say, okay, how much do you own? How much are your payments? Okay, you'd qualify for this amount of money. Now, if you want a pre-approval, it takes it to the next level. In other words, you're going to be supplying T4s. They're going to pull a credit bureau. They're go you're going to provide letters of employment from your, from, your, you are. from your employer. You're going to give all the documents so they go, oh, yeah, you're approved. And there still may be a slight condition. You know, um, I don't know what kind of condition. Maybe a condition of providing a, a particular document or or whatever, getting insurance on the house you're buying, or that kind of thing. There'll be conditions. Always. <clears throat> and they're doable. I mean, the big thing when we're, and recognize that when you're removing your finance condition, when you actually now are moving a little bit beyond preparing, and yet this is a piece to be thinking about, when you remove your finance condition, it is still an ongoing ability of the lender to do your credit checks. That's why number three that we've talked about, yeah. sort of that, is so important that you just get the input you need so that you don't accidentally make an error that you didn't even know was an error. Mm -hmm. And then number two, in terms of areas that we wanted to chat about today, is that whole physical side. And I don't mean so much having a physical argument or a physical fight with you or <laughs> a physical... Those are always fun. Yeah, especially with our boxing gloves. Yes. Yeah, we have. I have pink boxing gloves, and you have blue boxing, 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 <laughs> boxing gloves, and that can be kind of fun from a physical perspective, right? And yet, when you're preparing for a move, you want to think about: Do I have the time? Do I have the time to get ready 
for the move? Hmm. Do I have the time to prepare the things that need to be prepared or do I, because if I don't do them and I don't have to do them, I mean, we've sometimes chosen to leave our homes in what we might call as is conditions. So you're talking about the physical uh, preparation time. Right. That's when you, when you say time and physical. So it's the physical time where you're going to move furniture, delete furniture, paint, fix things, that kind of stuff, yeah. on your existing home. On your existing home, because if you're going to move this year, you because we considered it, right? We kind of said, is this the year that we're going to make a move? Is this the year we're going to simplify? Because that seems to be the catchphrase. Because somebody wanted an in-ground pool. I'm not sure that's simplifying. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm not getting my pool right now. Anyhow, so we know who wants the pool, right? And... In that whole physical side, one of the biggest reasons after doing our posted exercise and going through the journey, we really decided that what it's going to take from us physically in terms of time and energy to put into the physical structure of the house mm -hmm. isn't sensible this year. Now, that being said, we did spend the last several months having a handyman help us get the home ready now not ready for sale no. but we just decided there's too many niggling is that a good word niggling tolerations tolerations, tolerations. things that we were tolerating about our home things that just hadn't quite been completed we've been in the home for five years in april and there were some things that we had started that weren't yeah. fully completed and it's that little piece of trim here or that little bit of drywall wasn't fixed there or even some areas where it's been five years and there's been a little bit of wear and tear on the drywall down the staircase or that kind of thing. So we had that all touched up. Right. So when we're thinking about physical, that's part of it. That physical element of the home mm -hmm. that you're living in. And now that we decided not to move. Right. We like it just as much because our house is, is more pristine. Right. Which is fantastic. And... You also want to think about the amount of physical time it's going to take to per to think about the move. Like that, what am I looking for? What am I mm -hmm. going to? Because then now if you're doing renovations at this house, are you going to have to redo them again? So just considering that whole physical side of the structures. Right. And so guidance. Guidance mm -hmm. falls in there in that physical. Yeah. Do I know enough? myself or do you know enough yourself to actually know what do I need to repair what do I need to do who am I going to call in to to support me in those areas right and hopefully it's the Decker team well that would be that would be the ideal <laughs> yeah, yeah I it think would, so personally yeah, I'm a little yeah. bit biased I'm a little biased too <laughs> but yes um, so guidance around not just pricing but what to do, what what doesn't pay to do it, mm. um, what to finish that's been started, that type of thing. Right. Yeah, you need some guidance. Because what we've seen happen, and I would not want this to happen to you, is that a renovation is taken on in, in a home, thinking I'm going to be moving this year, not me, but I've had folks do this. They decide they're going to make a move this coming year, and so they do some renovations. And then when they call the Decker team in to have a conversation about 
the value and they're certain that the renovation they've done has increased the value because that's the plan, right? I mean, we don't do most renovations unless they're for our personal enjoyment. Right. We don't do most renovations in our home if we're thinking of a move unless we think it's going to increase the value. And sometimes things like changing a kitchen cabinet can actually not increase your home, but decrease it because you went from something that was readily um, accepted to something that was a little more unusual, a little more to your taste. And although it's trendy and it's beautiful, it may or may not, and in some cases, it's actually decreased the value of the home. Yeah, or you take something that is quite serviceable. Right, that's... And you're just tired of it. Right. And you change it to a new cabinet which may cost you ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to redo a kitchen, mm-hmm. and maybe it only brings up your value like five thousand. Right. So you didn't go negative, but you did actually net fifteen thousand well, less. Right. You did go you negative, but you didn't decrease the value of your home. Right. But you didn't increase it as much as you spent. Right. And so you decreased your equity. Remember, point number one was the whole conversation about do we have enough equity to be able to make the move? And it doesn't mean you now won't have enough equity, except if you now stressed yourself out to borrow money to do something that actually didn't increase the value of the home equal or greater than the cost of the repair or the improvement, you've hurt yourself. And so we've watched that, unfortunately. And so we don't want that ever to happen to you. The third category is really, what's the word? It's, I'm thinking ominous, but it's not ominous. It's it's harder to gauge or measure, Mm. right? And that's the experience. And that's what we really pride ourselves on, giving the client a great experience. Right. And I don't know so much pride, so I'm going to say, I know, that's one of them words that, you know, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard to yeah, me. Yeah, because you we're know told that. not to be prideful. Right. And yet, if you're prideful of, uh, there's there's a sense of pride of ownership that we want to be excellent at what we do, be professional. And so when I use the word pride, it's not that we're boastful. It's more that we we desire to do a great job. Okay, great job. I'm in it for a great job. There you go. And making sure that we're giving amazing counsel, which is really what we have focused on. So how's mm-hmm. that? Can That's we kind great. of find a commonality there? So, and so the whole yeah. experience is, um, is there anybody in my family that doesn't agree with the move? Is or there is somebody going to be affected by or the move. is going to be affected by the move? And does anybody need support? So there's such an emotional connection to the house that we live in, the space that we live in. I mean, right? Yeah. Even the one we're living in, that's part of the... In your neighborhood, your no, your your, uh, your kids' friends, uh, are they going to change schools? It all re- relates to that experience. Right. And then when we were moving, uh, now that was... Oof. It was you, a couple, you, you're I correct know. me, probably 19, 18 years ago. How close am I? Good. Okay, okay, I did it. Yay! Yay, <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> um, we did the pros and cons with our children because yeah. 
our son didn't want to move. His memories were like, how old was Ryan then? 14. He was 14. But his memories were in his room, his decorations, his toys, his, his um, clowns. He had a lot of clowns at the time. And so we explained all of that comes with them. The memories come with them. And when we finally did all the pros and cons, he agreed to come. And it was a really good experience because what we did was we engaged him in the decision-making process, even though he's a, he's a child, because then he could yeah. really live with the, the discomfort right. of the move because we didn't thrust it upon him. He was part of the decision. Right. And so that's a vital piece is make sure the experience is as good as possible mm -hmm. for every person that's going to be affected by the move. And that can be tricky. So it takes a lot of forethought to handle the experience part of it, especially the people that are affected that aren't necessarily the prime decision makers. Mm -hmm. So another part of the experience is uh, things like pets. How's your pet going to react to this move? Yeah. Um, visitors, do you have planned visitors? Is that going to interfere with visitors coming from out of country or out of province or out of another town that we're planning on coming to visit with you for a few weeks or a few days or yeah. whatever Or a vacation you want to take. Right. Right, because yeah. you don't want the closing now to interfere with that you cancel your vacation plans because that right. would be sad. Or I maybe, would cry for Or you. maybe you choose that, back to the financial, you choose not to vacation this mm -hmm. year or for a couple of years because your money's going into the, the house. Right. Or maybe the house becomes your vacation because you're moving to a lake house or something, or you're buying a cottage, which right. now is your vacation. So there's a lot of there is a lot of moving and so parts. The big final piece. Well, and there, you know what? We've only covered this much of the whole prepare for How 2019 move. You did your fingers. Oh yeah, people I did on my the radio fingers. Can't see that. <laughs> <Right>. Okay, <laughs> little bit, and yeah. yet an important piece is financial or financially. Are you poised? Physically, can you handle what it's going to take? And then emotionally, do you have the ability to take on the stress associated with a move? Yeah, do you have I, the emotional capacity, I call right. it? Right. Yeah. To handle capacity. the stress. Because there's stress. There's stress even when you have the Decker team? Even then. Yeah. Because we create, there's so much that happens in our life. Everything is changing in our physical environment. And our house is mm -hmm. our home. Yeah, they say moving is in the top five yeah. stressors. So we don't want that. No. We want to reduce that as much as possible. And I think that was one of the reasons we decided not to move That's this year, 2019, yeah. was we were thinking, you know, emotional capacity with uh, the changes we have at our brokerage, the, the uh, supporting our clients. Because what happens is we found when we move, when we physically move, right, yeah the number of clients we can serve actually goes down because we are distracted. Right. And we don't want to be distracted for you. That would be a really <laughs> bad choice, just a really bad choice. <laughs> and so we actually only move every decade and a half or so, primarily for that. That's one of the big reasons. Because we see a lot of pretty houses mm. that we think, oh, it'd be nice to live here. Oh, it'd be nice to live there. Exactly. Oh, it'd be nice to live here. <laughs> right. So for a comprehensive list of what you want to do to prepare for a move in 2019, email us at info at deckerteam.com. And if you're thinking, you know, I just have a few questions, then what I would <laughs> encourage you to do is pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, give us a call at, um, what's our number? 613-860-4663. 
So that's eight six zero home, which is kind because of, it's all about home. And we will have just a quick conversation before you have to obligate yourself to anything to decide if this is the year and what do you have to do to get prepared. Because what we want is for you to be thriving in your home and life. We're excited to be your partner in moving forward.